Hey, what's up, everybody? God bless. Welcome back to another teaching from the Bible Teaching Ministry of a Love Outreach. My name is Dave Nelson. Uh, we are going to go ahead today and continue on in our series. And I say continue on, even though we um, are at July 1st right now, and technically this is Proverbs chapter 1 that we're going to be looking at today. I say continue on because I kind of have um, recorded these sporadically. I haven't done them in order from 1 on up. I just kind of jump in on any given day. Uh, in case you don't know, Proverbs um, has 31 chapters. It's an excellent book to read for many reasons, but one of the really cool things about it is uh, typically you can read a chapter a day in a month, right? 31 days in a month or even on the days where you have, uh, excuse me, on the months where you have 30 days, you can go ahead and double up on a chapter. But uh, we call this series um, Wisdom for Today. And today we are taking a look at chapter one of Proverbs. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right on into reading it. Uh, on these teachings, I typically do not um, have any notes prepared. I just kind of go by the leading of the Spirit as we talk our way through it. But there's a lot to learn, and I encourage you to dive into the book of Proverbs. Um, for that matter, dive into your whole Bible and study the Bible, and you will grow in your knowledge of the Lord. As you do, you will grow in the knowledge of His will for your life as well. But without any further ado, as they say, let's go ahead here. Proverbs chapter 1. Verse 1, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. So here we see who's writing this, Solomon. He's writing this um, to his son to go ahead and give his son some wisdom on how to live this life. Um, that's why I'm telling you this book is such a blessing. This book will be such a blessing in your life if you make it a part of your everyday life to help lead and guide you through your time here on the earth, especially to you young men out there that um, have so much going on all around you, uh, quite frankly, um, so much foolishness going on in this world. And if you can establish yourself in wisdom, you know, at an early age, you will be so blessed if you do, trust me. Okay, so then verse two goes on, to know wisdom and instruction to perceive the words of understanding. That's the purpose for this book being written here, to know wisdom and instruction to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity. So Solomon's going to go over all of those things as we read this book. He's going to touch on all of those subjects, right? Wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity. What is what, what is justice, truly? What is it? You know, we have a society today where people are constantly screaming for justice, but are they doing it from a pure heart? Are they doing it from what is right in the sight of God? You know, you can, you can spin your wheels through this life and you can stress yourself out and you can get yourself into a lot of trouble because you are ignoring what God's truth is, what the will of God is, because you're basing it, your life on what 
society is all about or what the trending what's trending on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or things like that and you're you're basing your life on that as if that is truth what you hear what you hear other people say could even be what you hear on the news media or what's being reported you know it is said that those that control the narrative control the world well i really believe that that can be true in the sense that they can sure destroy this world. They can sure mess it up by telling lies. But if you base your life upon wisdom and you base your life upon truth, you're not going to be living based on these lies. Only to find out, you know, if you're, if you're basing your life upon lies today, you're going to find out, you know, 10, 15 years down the road, 20 years down the road, 30 years down the road when you're an older person that... Um, you know, hey, man, what you believed when you were young was stupid. I mean, hey, that's what I found out. I found out that a lot of things that I thought, a lot of ways that I thought and the things that I believed and all that kind of stuff, man, how ignorant I was to the truth. So Jesus Christ, let me, let me go there with you real quick. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but him. The fear of wisdom, or excuse me, wisdom is you know, what we are to base our lives upon, but we also, more importantly, must come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ as our Lord, okay? He is our Lord, where he, he is the king of our lives, where we're living our lives based on what he desires for us and what his will is for us, okay? So um, let's go ahead and read on here, okay? To give prudence to the simple, Okay, so prudence means caution for the future, right? Um, you need to be thinking. You need to be thinking down the road, not just in the moment. You need to be thinking, okay, what is this decision I'm about to make? What's it going to do with the rest of my life? <clears throat> Excuse me. What is it going to do with the rest of my day, <laughs> first of all, right? And the rest of my week and the rest of my month, but the rest of my life, as a whole, you know, what decisions are you making now that are going to impact your future in a good way? And it's very important. You are laying a foundation, young man. And look, I'm not just speaking to the young man. I'm not just speaking to the young woman here. I'm speaking to everybody because Proverbs is written to all of us. We can all gain wisdom. But what decisions are you making today that are impacting your future. And look, we can talk about all different kinds of subjects, you know, when it comes to that. You know, what what decisions are you making today as far as what you're learning? You know, um, you know, even dietary decisions that you're making today that are going to affect your future. You know, you come to find out when you get to you get my age that not only did you think stupidly when you were young, you also ate stupidly, you did stupid, stupid things, right? That, um, that messed you up when you got older. So if you can grasp wisdom today and you can grasp a book like this and you can apply it to your life, man, you're far better off, okay? A wise man will hear and increase learning, verse 5 says. Actually, I'm sorry, I didn't finish verse 4 there. To give prudence to the simple. To the young man, knowledge and discretion. So there we go again. He is really targeting his son here. And, and this is really targeting young men uh, in a lot of ways, this book, but to give you knowledge and discretion. Do you have discretion in your life? Do you really sit back and say, this isn't wise for me to do, so therefore I'm not going to do it? Just because every other fool around me is doing it doesn't mean I'm going to do it because it's not wise to do. 
verse 5 again, a wise man will hear and increase learning. Check that out. Think about that. Let that sink in. A wise man will hear and increase learning. You can tell right, right off the shoot if you're wise or not. Are you listening? Are you hearing? And are you increasing learning? Are there people in your life, in your, in your life that you can learn from? Okay, someone that you can listen to, someone that's wise, someone that cares about the things of wisdom, could be your father, could be your mother, could be your sister, could be your brother, could be an older man in the Lord that's around you, just someone that's more knowledgeable than you, that's older, they, they've been through more life than you. Don't despise that. Don't despise someone that's right in front of you because you will regret it someday, especially when they're gone. A lot of young people make the mistake of getting involved so much in their what's happening in the present day, and they get so involved in, well, who's cool? You know, I want to hang around with that person that's cool, or this person looks cool to me, and they've got wisdom staring them right in the face in the form of their father or something, someone that's in their lives that can offer them advice and help, and then they regret it someday, and they say, man, I wish I would have talked to my father when he was still here. I wish I could have sat down with him and listened to him and just picked his brain and got some things from him that would help me in this life. Okay, so that's what a wise man will do. They'll, they'll hear and they'll increase learning. And verse 5 goes on to say, And a man of understanding will attain counsel. Okay, don't be a fool. There's people around you. There's people in your life that you can receive counsel from. God has blessed you with these people. Look, let me, let me just say this. Maybe you've come upon this teaching. Maybe you're listening to this and you say, no, I really don't have anybody in my life like that. I don't have that. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm here. Go ahead and reach out to me. You can email me directly, dave at aloveoutreach.com. You can go to our website, aloveoutreach.com and click the contact form and reach me that way. But I'd love to help you, point you in the way of the Lord. Okay, points you in the things that really matter, who you are as a soul, okay, who you are within you. Those are the things that I can help you with. Uh, verse six, to understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise are their riddles. Okay, so, you know, sometimes there's some, uh, you know, Jesus, for example, spoke in parables, right? And he did that so that people would learn from him. They'd get a mental picture in their head where they'd say, oh, okay, you know, I see what is being said here based on this mental picture that I'm, that I'm getting, right? And when you're a person of discernment and you're a person of wisdom, you're going to take a moment to think about those kind of things. You're going to look at that and say, what can I gain from this? You know, so if you have someone that comes to you, you know, people make fun of, and I'm getting to that age now, right, where people begin to like, you know, younger people anyway, like to say, oh, you know, you've told me that story before. Oh, yeah, I know that story. Oh, yeah. And they, they kind of discard your stories. But I'm telling you, there is value in the stories of the older people that are in your life if you will listen to them and you will hear them and you will discern, right? And, and you will understand. Maybe it seems like a riddle in some sense what somebody's telling you or trying to point out to you some saying of theirs, right? Um, 
but if you're wise, you're going to listen to this type of thing and you're going to work it out in your own life, okay? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, verse 7 says, but fools despise wisdom and instructions. Okay, so here's the thing. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. In other words, where does knowledge start? Like all the knowledge that you need for life, right? The foundation of knowledge that you need so that you can be wise like we're talking about here, right? Like Solomon's talking about here. You can understand justice. You can understand equity. You can understand judgment, okay? You can have discretion. Where does it all begin? Well, it begins with Jesus Christ, who is the Lord of all, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the only begotten Son of God, full of grace and truth. He is the King of kings. He came to the earth because he loves you. He loved me. He loved mankind. He died for your sin to, to you know, be the propitiation for your sin, as the Bible says, that is to be the substitute to take your place, to take away the punishment that you deserve to give you eternal life. But that's where wisdom begins, when you fear the Lord. That is, you reverence the Lord. You honor him in your life, and you serve him with your life. Okay, That's where it all begins. It starts there. You see, we can read Proverbs, and I can speak through Proverbs or teach you Proverbs, whatever the case may be, and you'll, you'll gain a lot of wisdom from them, and you'll do well in life. But you can't skip knowing the Lord. You can't skip honoring the Lord and fearing the Lord with your life. How do you fear the Lord? How do you reverence the Lord? Well, you treat him as Lord of your life. He is the king, right? You are his subject. You are his servant. And you do what he says. You do as he commands. How do you know the commands of the Lord? Read the Bible. Read the New Testament especially, and you can grow in the grace and in the knowledge of the Lord. But it all starts with the Lord. And it, verse 7 ends by saying, but fools despise wisdom instruction. What are you today? I mean, it sounds kind of blunt here, right? Are you a fool or are you fearing the Lord? If you're not fearing the Lord, you're a fool according to what's written in the Bible. Okay? Choice is yours. But I'm just laying out to you what's written in the Bible. And then he goes on in verse 8. Solomon goes on in verse 8. And this is how we know he's speaking to his son. He says, my son, hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother. You see, there's a father and a mother. Now, again, I know many of you that may have come upon this teaching at some point in time. You know, uh, you don't have a father maybe in your life. Maybe you have a mother but maybe you don't even pay attention to her. And if you have a father, you don't even pay attention to him. I'm going to stress this again. If you've got a father and a mother in your life or a father and or a mother, whichever the case may be, honor them. Honor them. They're, they're a gift to you. Now, look, I realize that many fathers and many mothers are fools themselves because they don't live a life of wisdom, and they don't honor the Lord, okay? But if you have someone in your life that has some wisdom, that has some discretion, and you know, hey, this is a good man, this is a good woman, honor them, listen to them, take time to get involved in their lives and to hear from them because they're going away quick. Your parents are going away quick. 
The years fly by and the day is going to come when you will be without them on this earth. So let's go ahead and read on here. Uh, verse nine, for they will be great, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. Okay. So the instruction of your father, that is, and the law of your mother. Okay. When they train you up and they say, Hey son, Hey daughter, don't do this, do this. Don't make that decision, make this decision. You know, and, and it describes it as a graceful ornament on your head, like a, a crown, right? Something beautiful and chains about your neck. You know, see a lot of people will go out and try to put chains on their neck and, and rings on their fingers and watches and all of that stuff. Nothing's wrong, I'm not knocking all that. I'm just saying that people will, will take the time to beautify their bodies, but not realizing how beautiful it is to have a father and a mother around you that you can honor and you can, you can uh, respect the things they have to say and the things they have to teach you, okay? Uh, verse 10, my son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. Let's read on. If they say, come with us, let us lie in wait to shed blood. Let us lurk, lurk secretly for the, the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them alive like Sheol and whole, like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all kinds of precious possessions. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in your lot among us. Let us all have one purse. Purse, My son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your foot from their path, for their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, but they lie in wait for their own blood. They lurk secretly for their own lives. So I read a lot of verses right there because they're all pretty much on the same subject, right? Be careful who you're hanging with and don't give in to the people that say, hey, let's go do this. Hey, let's go do that, right? Hey, let's go get drunk and let's go steal this. Let's go break in here. Let's go uh, mug that person. Let's go do this. All There's a bunch of fools out there doing that kind of stuff. Bunch of idiots out there, okay? Plain and simple. It might sound harsh to you hearing me say that, but the Bible calls these people fools and calls them stupid. When we read Proverbs, you're going to see as you go through the book of Proverbs, you're going to see more, of, more and more what a fool is. And Solomon is telling his son, run from these type of people. Stay away from these people. Don't hang around these people. Go the other way. You see, if you want what's good in life, you're going to use discretion and you're going to use wisdom. And the people that you hang around with are going to benefit you in that same way. And you're going to benefit them with discretion and wisdom and honor and such. You can do that. You know, you don't have to choose the, the foolish ways of this world. Okay. Verse 19. So are the ways of everyone who is greedy for gain. It takes away the life of its owners. You see, a lot of people and today and not just today, this has been going on for centuries. You know, people go, the, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. I want to be rich. I want to drive this car. I want to have this gold chain. I want to, 
you know, I want to have this house. I want to have this much cash. I want to have all of this money. And what that's really doing is taking away your life because you're missing out on the valuable things. Like I said, many people go through their lives, you know, ignoring their father and mother. And then all of a sudden their father and mother are gone and there's an emptiness within them because they spent their lives not paying any attention to them because they were chasing after something else. And it's not always bad things that people are chasing after. Sometimes people are doing good things in their lives and still not honoring their mother and father, still not spending time with them, right? But anyway, people that are greedy for gain, you know, the Bible warns against this several times that you shouldn't be greedy for things, right? We need to be a people, right? The people of God are, are the people that realize that godliness with contentment is great gain. The scripture says, godliness with contentment is great gain. That's how we are to live. We are to live godly lives, right? Um, and be content with what we have and not be a greedy person, okay? Verse 20, wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. All that's saying is wisdom ain't keeping silent. Wisdom is calling out to you. If you've come upon this right now, this teaching, this video, this audio, however you're watching or listening, whatever here, if you've come upon this, wisdom is crying out to you right now. Not because of me, but because of the word of God. Wisdom is crying out to you right now and saying, hey, wake up. Hey, listen. Hey, pay attention. Change the way you live. It's called repentance. Repent and turn and begin to fear the Lord and honor the Lord in the way you live your life. And as a result, you're going to, you're going to, Honor your mother and father, which is a commandment of the Lord, that it may be well with you and that you'll live long on the earth. Okay, so there's good things that come when you're a person that honors your mother and father and you reverence the Lord, you fear the Lord above all else. Okay, so wisdom is calling out to you right now. She cries out in the chief concourses at the openings of the gates in the city. She speaks her words. How long? You simple ones, will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in their scorning and fools hate knowledge. Okay, simplicity is like stupidity, acting real stupid. It's not simplicity, like there's certain types of simplicity you should seek after. That is like being content, living a simple life. But being a simpleton is kind of what this is pointing to, right? Being stupid, okay? And how long are you going to live that way? How long are you going to hate knowledge? Have you been doing that with your life? I pray that there's someone that has come upon this right now and that has been living their life acting like a fool, but they're ready to change. You're ready to change. I hope that's you right now. You're ready to stop being a simpleton. Turn aside at my rebuke. Okay, this is wisdom crying out. That's what Solomon is doing here. He's saying, hey, this is what wisdom is saying. Turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. If you want wisdom and you desire wisdom and you seek wisdom, you'll get wisdom. You'll get it. You just got to seek it. True wisdom. Godly wisdom. 
Wisdom goes on to say here, because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded, because you disdained all of my counsel and would have none of my rebuke. I will laugh as your calamity. I will mock when your terror comes. So Solomon here, he's giving this analogy of like, this is what wisdom's like. Hey, I tried. That's what wisdom is saying. Hey, I tried. I've been calling out to you. I've been calling out aloud. Here wisdom is today. As I read the book of Proverbs to you here, chapter one, wisdom saying, here I am. Stop being simple. Stop being a simpleton. Stop being stupid. Change the way you live. Let's turn around. Let's do what's right. Come on. Right. And then you go the way of the fool and you wonder why you end up on your face. You know, see, because you've sought the wrong things in your life. You've gone the wrong way. But guess what? We've all been there. I was there for the first 21 years of my life. I came to Christ when I was 21. Okay. And I was in a place where, and and don't get me wrong. Let me just say this right now. (laughs) There's nothing perfect about me. Nothing, you know, that's my, my life's not all good. I'm not saying that. But the direction, the course of my life was altered when I was 21 years old because I began to fear the Lord. And from there, I began to seek wisdom. Proverbs was one of the first books that I read. And it's just helped me keep my path right, you know, and helped me, you know, make decisions in life. Again, not all of my decisions have been perfect. We, we're, this is a temporary body I live in. This is a temporary world I live in right? And we're going to stumble. We're going to make mistakes, right? But wisdom's always crying out. The question is, is are you ignoring wisdom? Okay. Um, Verse 27, when your terror comes like a storm and your destruction comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, right? So he's saying, this is what happens to people that ignore wisdom. This is what happens. It's just the way it goes. You might live a good life. I mean, look, I know, I know people that um, they're prosperous. Um, they have a ton of money, right? When I say prosperous, they have a ton of money. But they've lived their life like a fool. And when they get old, they're all alone. Their kids really want nothing to do with them. And because they've spent their whole life chasing something else, chasing after the wind, you know, as uh, Proverb or so- Solomon also wrote the book of Ecclesiastes, and he says, you know, it's like chasing after the wind when you're going after the things of this world, right? And you come back and you you fall on your face, right? And verse 28, wisdom is speaking here, and wisdom says, then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. So when you ignore wisdom, you end up empty. You hated the knowledge. You hated the wisdom that somebody tried to give you when you were younger. And when I say when you were younger, let's say you're a 55-year-old man, a 55-year-old woman. Now, when you're 85, 55 is going to be when you were younger. If you're a 65-year-old man and now and you make it to 80, 65 is going to be when you're younger. So it's never too late to start to grasp wisdom now, to grab it now, grab a hold of it. Okay. Um, let's see, I forget where I left off, so I'm going to read 
Verse 29 again, because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would have none of my counsel and despise my every rebuke. Some people are so hard-headed, so thick-headed that wisdom, when it cries out to them, when someone brings wisdom in their lives, I mean, even people, think about people that go to jail, they go to prison for something, they get out, and then they go back. What a fool. What an absolute fool. They continue to do the same thing, and they had the opportunity to change. And it all starts with your own decisions and what you do in your life, what you choose to do. Are you choosing to honor the Lord first and foremost? Let me read out the rest of this chapter. Um, Therefore, verse 31, they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full with their own fancies. In other words, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit because you got what you you chose, right? It was the path you chose. And now if you don't like what you have, well, that was your choice. You can choose the way of wisdom. Verse 32, for the turning away of the simple will slay them and the complacency of fools will destroy them. So if you turn away from wisdom, it's to your own harm, right? The complacency of fools will destroy them. Don't be complacent today when you're hearing what you're hearing right now. Do something about it. Change. Repent. Do something about it. Let me read their last verse here, verse 33. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. So when you choose righteousness, you choose holiness, you choose the right path, you choose to do what's right, you're going to have a good life. You choose to honor your mother and father, you know, in the way that you respect them and you call out to them for help and knowledge to get you through this life because they're there in your life to to help you and to guide you through, right? But again, it begins with the fear of the Lord. That's where all of this knowledge begins. That's where all the wisdom begins. If you don't have that, you're still going to, you might, you might choose the way of wisdom in your life and you might do right things. And a lot of people do this. They do right things all the way through life, but they never came to the Lord. So in the end, they lost it all. What shall, Jesus said, what shall profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? So it starts with knowing the Lord. Jesus said, you must be born again. You come to him. You repent. You repent of your lifestyle, the way you've been living without him, and the way that you've ignored him as Lord and how you've been your own Lord, and you've been the captain of your own ship, as the old saying goes, right? You've chosen your path in pride. You say, I can do this on my own. I don't need that. You put put that aside. That's what repentance is. And you turn and you say, I'm coming to you, Lord. Be Lord of my life. I will now fix my eyes on you. I will now read your word. I will now be obedient to your commands. I will now do what it is you tell me to do and I will be led by your spirit. The Lord wants to do that in your life, but it starts with you repenting and you coming to faith in Jesus. That's the beginning of it because you don't want to lose your own soul in the end. You can have a good life. You can have a a good family, a good wife, a good husband, whatever the case may be for you. You You might have 
you know, good family all around you. You might have a good job. You might drive nice cars. But in the end, you lose your own soul. You've lost everything. And that's what Jesus came to do, to seek and to save that which was lost. He came to redeem your soul and to give you life abundantly. Okay? So that's where it all begins. It all begins with Jesus. So I will go ahead and stop here for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, whichever the case may be. Um, love to hear from you. Uh, you Again, Dave at a loveoutreach.com uh, is my email address. You can find us on things like Facebook, though. I just don't get much time to post anything on there, so I really don't get on there very much. A little more active on YouTube, which is where this will be posted to. Um, but you can, you, know, you can follow us on these, these places. We're on Instagram, things like that, um, just by searching for a love outreach. But we'd love to help you in any way that you that we can if there is you know wisdom that you need in life um then you know we'd we'd love to help you out any way we can guide you i'd love to do that so god bless again thanks for watching listening we'll see you next time